0: Shake it off, shake it off. Mm -mm. They couldn't shake us off, shake us off. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Broncos win, Chiefs go down. Forget about talking about a losing streak. There is none. In fact, the Broncos have a one-game win streak against the Chiefs. John, how do you feel, man?
1: Oh, Kevin, it is such a sweet day. Such an amazing (laughs) day. Four hours. I could not be happier. I'm so excited to talk about this game with you today, Kev. Let me tell you.
0: Dude, it's gonna be a great one. Obviously, there are some things that we'll we'll talk about that the Broncos can improve on, right? Um, but all the way around, look, this I, I put out a video two days before the game, and I said the words: if this Broncos team can put together a good offense and a good defense, they have the ability to beat the Chiefs. And I'm telling you, they must watch our videos because I said it, they did it, we won. I'm just it's, saying,
1: it's the only explanation, it's the it's only saying. explanation, my friend.
0: Well, hey guys, make sure you hit that share button. Uh, we'll try to get to some comments and questions tonight. Uh, normally on our Tuesday shows, where is where we're most interactive, but uh, we definitely want to hear from you guys. We try to break down the game for you and just show and you know, enjoy the experience and the happiness we're all feeling right now. So, that being said. See you on the other side of the intro. Orange Weekly. Orange Weekly. Fans, brews, and Broncos news. Okay, John, so... I think we should model this show based off of the way the the media is reacting to the game. So it should <laughs> go something like this. Oh, poor Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> He's such a tough player. Uh, he played with a little bug. He didn't feel uh, what no an no. inspiration uh, that no he no. went out there you know and he plays through injuries like this has never happened before I shoot someone out online today I was like shut your crap is he the first player to ever play with an injury or an illness I was like what the hell does that matter we freaking won dude
1: we fucking won we we won and I want to thank Taylor Swift for not being at the game to really hinder uh Travis Kelsey's performance Yes. That was huge. That was good teamwork on her part. I know she is a lifelong Broncos fan, so thank yep. you for coming in in the clutch.
0: I think uh, on uh, or the Bourbon Broncos No BS show, um, and we probably won't do that tomorrow because Halloween. So maybe Wednesday we'll figure that out. Um, but you know, I think we're really going to delve into the psychology of you know what for, or Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have going on when they're at games or something. I, I don't know. It's It's so ridiculous that this is a thing, right? Um, But I will tell you, there is a secret special number that the Broncos are tied to when it comes to beating the Chiefs. That number number. involves Travis Kelsey. And if the Broncos hold him to exactly 58 yards, (laughs) we will win because in 2015, when we beat them last, Guess how many yards Travis Kelsey had?
1: It's 50. Is that is that the yes? Is that the Travis Kelsey Von Miller curse
0: right there? It must be, it <laughs> must be, but 58 exact yards, both That's last awesome. time and this time. So, how not only somebody it? <laughs> posted it, and then I verified it, right? I was like, Really? And then I looked, I was like, Yeah, I believe really you. I believe you. That sounds, yeah,
1: that sounds legit. Yeah, that sounds legit. I believe you.
0: But hey, so look, Broncos won, and so you know, um. Let's just kind of get into this thing because there's so many good things I want to talk about, right, with this team and, and what we saw in the field yesterday. Um, but let's, as we always do, John, rewind a little bit and put ourselves back in the mindset
1: we were in right before the start of the game. So, well, John, here's the deal. go for it. Here's the deal, Kev. You know, this is all part of the plan. You know yeah. how the saying goes? Fool me once. Shame on you. Mm-hmm. Fool me twice. Mm-hmm. Shame on me. Fool mm-hmm. me 16 mm-hmm. times. What you don't realize is that I've got you in a false sense of security. <laughs> and so that when you go to fool me 17 times, it ain't going to happen. And that's what yeah. happened yesterday. Yeah. Fool me 17 times, you're the fool. You have now become yeah. the fool. You have taken that spot, <laughs> Chiefs. And that is exactly what happened yesterday. It all went to plan. 16 games. We didn't care about those games. They didn't matter anyways. 17. That's what's changing our entire season. Um, I love it. Yes. Yes. So that is my... Uh, <laughs> I knew it was going to happen going into the game. That's my that's my response to you yeah. because it was game seventeen, right?
0: You beat well, the and,
1: and, times in a row. You can't beat us seventeen times in a row. Well,
0: that's the thing. Eventually, something's got to give. <laughs> something has to. Like eventually, you know, a team's not just going to like, you know, they may lose every game in a season, but even like the following year, like they're not just going to be permanently, you know, winless. Eventually, something has got to give, and that's what we saw this this day. But I think you know. Um, the players' mentality was very different from us fans. Um, because I was right there with you if, in terms of like, here we go 16 in a row. What is this? What is this <laughs> going to look like? Um, you know, this is also a team that has very been very inconsistent this year. I mean, we dropped, you know, let yeah. Miami score 70 against us. Yeah. You know, then we won a couple close games, we lost a really other couple close games. Um, some weeks the defense is looking really good and the offense is looking really crappy, some weeks it's opposite other right. times it's you know we can play a half but not the other half and so it's walking into this is like this is the defending super bowl champs we're playing right they got their shit on lockdown um but the broncos broncos were just ready to go they 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 made a commitment um right. both on the coaching staff and the player side of things and it it worked out
1: yeah and i was feeling the same way as you um <laughs> you know you mentioned before a couple of days before saying if we play consistent football we have a chance in this thing and I think anyone that watched the last uh, Chiefs game that we played two weeks ago, it was proof. The proof was there. Like we, we were in that game. If our offense could not struggle so bad as they did. So then that Packers game gave me hope that, Hey, maybe we get momentum here and we go into this Chiefs game with a chance to win. I, you know, I don't know how, how much I expected that to actually come to fruition, but look, it did. And that's all that matters. It did. Um,
0: the, the weather, thankfully, wasn't really an issue. I mean, yeah, it was really cold, right? But the Chiefs are used to that. I mean, we haven't had any cold games in Denver, at least last year, if not the year before as well. So it has been a while since, you know, it's been really cold. But they have they played for that, you know. Um, yeah. And so it, it wasn't snowing. It wasn't overly windy. So none of that was really a factor. Oh. It was, you know.
1: And to that point, I mean, you were at the game, and I think they were calling for snow at game time, right? Mm -hmm. So that was lucky for us. I thought that could play a factor as well. If we do end up winning, maybe it's a sloppy game, you know, where the last person to have the ball, you know, I don't know. Some, some, in some way or another, the weather affects the outcome of the game. But yeah, I mean, watching it live, it didn't seem like it was that bad on the field. So I was curious if I, you know, if that was the camera, if that's how it was at the stadium.
0: No, it, it kept looking like it wanted to start snowing again. I mean, there were constant flurries, like it never really hundred percent stopped. Um, but, and so I just, it, the cloud stayed dark and I was like, you know, it looks like it could start again at any moment, um, but then it just never did. And so I think it was, it was just perfect, man. It was the perfect late October football game um, that, you know, in terms of the weather and everything like that, you know, nobody really had an advantage or anything, you know, just an advantage, anything like that. So.
1: Yeah, it's, it looked beautiful out there, and I'm glad you got to experience it.
0: For sure, for sure. So, we've got some questions, you know, in terms of like, are we gonna be able to keep this going? Things like that, you know, we'll talk about those things, everyone, on our future shows. So, make sure you're following us. The link for our YouTube is below, um, if you want to check that out. Um, and you also have TikTok and uh, Facebooks and the, the Twitters or the X. What are they? Are they officially X now? I or does everyone just say Twitter? You can say you Three, can say
1: X formally known as Twitter. I think that's the appropriate okay. way. Formally to say it for known now. as
0: but, mm, Yes, okay. Uh well we're on there too. So make sure you guys are following us uh and checking that out. Um okay, so game starts. Um, and I think we we've seen the, the normal pattern of the Broncos is a very good opening drive.
1: I mean right. I, I love this, by the way, like if there's anything from that, we've been complaining about from previous seasons is this. Yeah. And I know we've said it before on this show, but I will freaking say every week we score a touchdown or even a field goal on that first drive. It's like, they're so polished on that drive. And I think the one week we didn't score was uh, the, the short week against Kansas city last time. So yeah, love it. Love it. It's such an advantage to come out and start the game seven um, mm-hmm. and, zero. And I mean, and we guess what we didn't have the ball first. No. Chiefs go out there, they go immediately three and out for negative four yards. So hats off to the defense in this whole game, but especially setting the tone early.
0: That's a thing with the Chiefs is is setting the tone is is one thing, I think, you know, because there's a number of times they they get down, you know, and Mahomes has a great comeback rate, right? right. So it's they're they're used to I don't want to say used to, but being down in a game even late is not unknown to them, right? Right. So I think that the challenges for any team is not only setting the, the tone early on, but then finding a way to maintain that, right? Because um, Mahomes' ability to, to move, extend plays, find the guy deep down the field, that Travis-Kelsey connection. I mean, there's so many factors there that once they get clicking, it's almost near impossible to stop them. So this well, yeah. is there. go for it.
1: Yeah, and we saw that again yesterday. It's just – the plays that he extended and, you know, even if he threw it for a first down, it wasn't like the game altering type plays, you know, it wasn't that tu- that like fourth and goal type play where it's like, he's got no one open. All of a sudden he makes like magic happen. So there were a handful of times he did that yesterday. And I'm just like, this guy is ridiculously good. And he is like, yeah, I'll give him credit. He's a very good quarterback, but uh, it just, we found a way to overcome that and, and have a good game plan, frankly, for,
0: for yeah. that. So you know, I'm sure you got some different views on the TV than I, what I was seeing. You know, and and honestly, I was so focused on staying warm that it was like, okay, watch the play. Okay, stay warm. You know. <laughs> um, so, but what else? You know, from that first Broncos defensive drive. I mean, and I even then after so- that, I think the next one was maybe not a was three and quick. out, but we stopped them.
1: Yeah, that first that first drive was so quick. It was it was amazing. It was like. This game honestly felt like how it probably feels to be opposing teams against the Broncos in previous yeah. seasons, in recent seasons. Uh, I was even thinking of the Jets game where it's like they, we shouldn't be playing like this against this team, but man, um, we look good. We didn't. We stopped them. They they look like they came unprepared to this game uh, as opposed mm-hmm. to the Broncos, you know. And then we go out there and we have the ball for over five minutes in that touchdown drive. You know, a nice pass from, I mean, Russ, look, he didn't have the most amazing statistical game, like 114 yards, but guess what? He threw three touchdowns and and that's all we've asked for in the past is let's just at least get 20 points. And we'll be, as long as our defense is playing, like they have been in recent weeks, we'll have a chance. We'll have a chance. And like, that's, you can't ask for more than that.
0: No. Um, I'm okay with us only throwing the ball 19, 20 times. Yeah. Yeah. you know when we're we are as Vance not, not Van Joseph as Peyton Man or Peyton Sean Payton has said.
1: You'll get there. Sean <laughs> Payton said in the, the season. In your defense. There's a lot of Paytons.
0: <laughs> thank you. There we are a run first team, right? Um, and it's good to see us sticking to that. Right. Uh, so we had 40 total carries, maybe a little high. You know, I like to maybe see a little bit more balance, but when you're playing care. the Chiefs. One, it doesn't matter because we won. I'm That works. We win the game. Overly We can run it every time. But what I think is the concern is making sure we do find a balance because not every team is a Chiefs, right? So this is the discussion for more of like what Jerry was asking is, are we going to be able to keep doing this? What are we going to do down the line against other teams? You know, we're really going to look at that because the question is, is this sustainable or did we create a game plan specific to beating the Chiefs and it can't really be used anywhere else. Right. So, yeah, that's just future discussions I mean, and kind of where
1: we're at. Yeah. At the same time, Sean Payton talked about that in his press conference after the game, talking about, you know, when you have a rhythm, you have to stick with it. And I'm glad that we stuck to yeah, the okay. run game because we hadn't seen that in previous games. We abandoned the run and some of these losses pretty quickly and became one dimensional. And yeah. I mean, the strength of this team is the run game. Uh, our offensive line is not. An amazing pass protection offensive line. Uh they but they are very good at running the ball. So I don't I don't yeah. know why it's taking this long to really commit to the run, but I'm happy to see it trend that direction as opposed to you know continuing what we were doing. Exactly.
0: Now look Javante Williams, 85 yards, averaging three point one. Now uh, McLaughlin only had four carries, but 33 yards. So when he did touch the ball, you know, big gains there.
1: For very, him, very um, that was awesome. Russ
0: was able to, to scramble for 30 yards total throughout the game. So, you know, look, you know, and then you, you look at the running backs, especially in the receiving game and how involved they got yeah. there. You know, two receptions a piece, basically, yeah. uh, except for Javante at three. So, look, you know, it's it's good to see that when your running backs are out there, it's not like you have a guy that teams can say, OK, they're either going to he's going to be blocking or, you know, he's going to be running a route. And the other right. guy, that's their running back. You know, when he's out there, the 99% chance they're going to run. With these guys, they're they are showing that they're really versatile, right? When they're right. out there, the opposing defense can't really tell what are we going to do with them. Because even Pirine, who um, is mostly passing, right, he's still got to carry this game. He got a couple carries last game, and he runs the ball well still. So you still got to yeah. respect that threat. So yeah. I like what they're doing there.
1: Yeah, you have to respect P. Ryan when he's in the game because he can have the same effect that Javante Williams can. Now, Javante might be a little bit more uh, a big, big play type of guy. He's going to probably break more tackles, but P. Ryan, his average yards per carry is very high for someone who's now basically our third string running back. Like, you know, we brought him in to be our number two for a reason. And you know, he doesn't get enough credit and he doesn't get enough opportunity, but it's hard to get opportunity with the way that the other two guys are playing right now. So can't really fault the Broncos for not getting him that opportunity. But, um,
0: McLaughlin's the future. Uh, Williams and McLaughlin are the future uh, of the running back. You would assume, um, assuming
1: yes. But we also threw the ball. I mean, we only had 12 completions in this game and half of those went to running backs. I don't know where, (laughs) you know, with Dulcich out, um, the running backs are our primary receivers. A lot of the times, Judy and, and Sutton they had amazing touchdowns, and Judy had a huge long pass. I mean, both of his catches were, I mean, game changing catches. But Beautiful. there was only two of them. I want to see more of that, right? It worked yesterday, but it's probably not sustainable. Uh, yeah. To Jerry's point, um, but I want to believe that this was the game plan. And let's keep in mind this Chiefs defense—they almost shut us out two weeks ago, so. The fact that we're putting up 20 against them, I mean, that shows at least growth and learning from past mistakes.
0: Exactly. And that was one of the big big things I was going to hit on because we have seen over the years, the Broncos just continue to make the same mistakes. You know, we've talked for years about needing to find a way to get that opening drive, at least points on the board to get us off on the right foot. You can't go out, you know, 90% of the games and just get zero points on your opening drive. You know, and so finding things over the long term to fix, we're seeing that. But even just in a matter of two weeks, we're seeing drastic changes that are working. You know, they're being implemented, they're being created, and they're working. Um, one of the big things is, you know, Travis Kelsey was still open a fair bit, but I mean, here one of the interceptions we got was a throw to Travis Kelsey. So that tells me there's a lot more emphasis on, you know, at least finding a way to have somebody near him, um, but get
1: ready to step
0: up and catch that pass. And I think after that, it made Mahomes question, throwing the ball to Kelsey again, the rest of the well, game, right? It seemed, you like know.
1: The, it seemed like the game plan from the defense was take away Kelsey. Cause we'll let you beat you, let you beat us with your other receivers because we have more faith, uh, you know, that we can, Take them one on one than than beating Kelsey. Kelsey six six catches for fifty eight yards, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I mean, he normally has easily double that every time he's played us. So, yeah, I'd say yeah. that's a, a huge win for for the defense to to lock him up. And look, it made Mahomes look dumb at times when he's scrambling around, like literally going in circles. Not can't find anybody. Normally, he turns that into something huge. And yeah. there was a there there was a handful of times he made it look good yesterday, but there was just as many times where it looked pretty bad. Um, and one of those was an interception that, that basically mm-hmm. sealed the game.
0: Yeah, but that's how you beat Mahomes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not going to be able to completely shut him out, right? It's stopping him in those critical moments, taking away his number one, you know, uh, weapon, and then making him find other ways to win. And then, you know, you can stop that or at least hold that. And the the bend up but don't break defense worked really, really well. It worked for, to perfection. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean when's the last time? He, and would you have ever thought you'd hear the words the Broncos held Mahomes to zero touchdowns?
1: Yeah. I think you know? the statistic 2021 was the last time Mahomes, the Mahomes, and the Chiefs didn't score a touchdown, and that was against the Titans. I can't remember. I, I want to say it was like December or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's two years where they've scored touchdowns in every single game. So uh, you gotta give your hat off to this defense. It was
0: I'm telling you. For as much crap as I've given them, and rightfully so, and Vance Joseph, rightfully so, you got to give them props for this game because that wouldn't have happened without a very solid game plan, without very solid leadership, and without very solid execution all the way across the board. So, I I mean, you could not ask for anything better from them.
1: Yeah, I mean, this defense has – it looked bad the first quarter of the season. I mean, there's no bones about it, but they've made – Drastic improvements, and we were talking about it yesterday when we just had that impromptu uh, reaction show. But there's like there's very few things I can think of that I'm mean, there, there. There's like a bunch of small things that happen, but I don't know what turned it around for this defense. I don't know if it's if it's Justin Simmons and his leadership coming back. That's been the difference. I mean, that's got to count for something. I don't know if it's letting go of guys that just aren't producing and they're you know have high salaries, veteran players like Gregory and Clark. I don't know if it's guys like Browning coming back. I mean, an unsung hero for sure is PJ Locke. Like stepping in, um Green yeah. Jackson, that's that's huge. And he he played well yesterday again. So mm-hmm. there's a bunch of like little things, but I can't pinpoint like what why is this defense turned it around so quickly? I don't I don't understand.
0: I, I don't think. There's an ability. There's a. You, I don't think you can pinpoint it to one thing. This defense was so bad for who knows why. I mean, historically, really, people ask me. People ask me like, "What what happened to the Broncos defense?" And I said, "Vance Joseph."
1: Right. So Vance Joseph. That, that's to. the that only has, thing that
0: really changed. Yeah. yeah, it's true. So, you know, minus getting rid of Vance Joseph, which we didn't do. So I think all those things that you mentioned. Are what creates that that positive change, and to the degree that we've seen, right over the last two, I would say even three, because that that first Kansas City game, like we held the Chiefs to low points, it's just our offense that couldn't get going. Yeah, right? I,
1: I mean they made dress, pretty drastic improvements in the last, I'd say, three weeks. I even the Jets game, yeah. like that was, I'm not putting that one solely on the defense, like I had the first like four games of the year. Yeah, um, that was a pretty much a team loss, and honestly. That's the biggest comparison I have for this Chiefs game. It felt like again, the Chiefs were in a game that against an opponent they probably felt they should beat, and they just were not performing. And it was a team loss for them, just like it was a team loss for us against the Jets. So it was very nice to be on the opposite end of the coin, (laughs) you know, against a team. This is how that feels in eight years. Yeah. It was amazing.
0: Nah, man. So I I think. There are a lot of positive things that they have done, a lot of tough decisions they've had to make, such as letting Randy Gregory uh, go and letting Frank Clark go um, and making the decisions of, hey, we're not going to wait till the end of the season. We're not going to wait till the bye week. These things and these personnel changes have to happen now for us to make. Uh, And then there were some other movements. I can't, you know, I'm not going to list them all, but um, those things together with, I think, getting healthy again, Justin Sims being back out there is huge. is what and then they let themselves feel it yesterday, you know, not right away, but by the end or you know, by by the end of the first half, you know, when, when we did a kickoff and our special teams ran down the field, they get to the end zone and they'd start pumping up the crowd, and the crowd in the stands are going crazy, right? You could so you could tell that the players were feeling it too. They're feeling some swagger, right? They're feeling good about themselves. And I haven't seen that from Broncos players in a long, long time, right? Um, and we'll talk about the energy in the stadium and how that I haven't felt that since 2015. Um, but to see that from the players, too, like they realize, you know, it's not just, oh, hey, what's happening? Like, oh, what are, are we what's going on here? They're like, yeah, we are this good. We we have this. We're going to make this happen um, and get the crowd pumped up with it, too. It just tells me they know
1: how important it was for us as well as them. Well, and this another example at halftime is like, okay, we're up 14 9, but it the way that we were playing, especially our defenses, like I mean, this feels like we should be multiple scores up at this point. This should not be a one possession type game going which is always nerve wracking because we've seen it before. What was before the Packers uh game, I think it was 10 straight or 10 straight leads the Broncos gave up, having a lead at halftime and, and ended up losing the game, which Yep. That's uh, impressive in its own right, in a bad way. But, um, <laughs> hey, we held it again yesterday. We, that's two weeks in a row we've held a halftime league.
0: Yeah, but I think, you know, I think when we're looking at how, you know, what do we do from here? This can't be that. Now, look, I will say if the Broncos lose every other game this year, I'll be like, at least we beat the Chiefs, you know. <laughs> but the question is, okay, how, where do we go from here? You know, this can't be the pinnacle. Um I'm not saying that we need to get necessarily in the playoffs. The odds are very much stacked against us for that right now, but I'm saying this is the time I was talking about the second half of the season, really building that momentum and confidence moving forward. There are things that still need to be addressed uh, mostly on the offensive ball from this game that have me concerned. Um, we still are not taking advantage of opportunities when they do go our way. You know, yeah, we had five turnovers yesterday. We only scored points off of three of those, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, we did this, that every so game we <laughs> we got an interception Um score was 14, three. We got an interception and then four plays later, we turned the ball over on downs.
1: Okay. That was like later. Fr- frustrating,
0: frustrating. Yeah. Later on in the game, chiefs fumble the ball. And then what happens? We fumble the ball. Yeah. Right. So we have got to find a way of, I'm not saying that you have to get a touchdown every time the ball turns over, but you should out of, out of five um, turnovers, you should have, I would say, a, a decent offense would have three touchdowns and one, if not two field goals, yeah, right? Mean, you're making, you're taking advantage of those things. And I just still don't see us doing that consistently.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess to your point where we got the ball back in all those turnovers, I'm pretty sure it was on the Chiefs' side of the field. I don't think it, any yeah. of them that I can think of, I could be missing one or two we We're on our side of the field. So in that regard, yeah, we should be scoring more, but I was just happy with the turn. I mean, five turnovers, we're not going to be able to stay- sustain that, I don't think. No, 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 If no. we can, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be winning all these games. <laughs>
0: but when you do get only one turnover a game, it, right. it's just highlights. You like, you don't know how many you're going to get in a game. So when you do get one, you have got to take advantage of it. And we just have not seen the team do that very well. And we did see, it, see them do better yesterday, but maybe not to the degree that I would have personally liked, you know, but I
1: don't know. I know you're a hard person to please. I get it. But uh
0: it's never good enough for me, man. Never I'm good like enough. Sean Payton. It's never good enough.
1: Chiefs winning against the Chiefs. But um no, of those the most frustrating was the uh the four and out right away. Fourth and 2. You know, it's at the 40 yard line. I don't know like why don't you take the like take the field goal attempt there? That's what a 55 57 yard field goal. I I have yeah. to imagine that's game plan. Like I have to know that they felt going that direction. I don't know if it's wind or what, that the conditions just weren't right to kick a field goal there. At the same time, it's fourth and two, you know, you're playing against this team that you haven't beat in 16 games. So maybe you're just taking a shot there just to, to keep the drive alive and keep going, keep momentum on your side. I don't know, but we definitely could have gotten points there off that turnover. Um, yeah. at least had a chance. And the way Lutz has been kicking, I don't know why I have to believe that a 57 yard field. Goal. I don't know. Was it windy in the stadium, Kev? Was, do you think it was a conditions thing?
0: It might have been, maybe. Um, what is Lutz's furthest field goal this year? Uh, this year. Um, it
1: has to be. I, I want to
0: say he hasn't had any above 50.
1: And I That might have been over 50 yarders this year, but I don't know if he's kicked a 57 yarder.
0: Actually, and that might have been it.
1: it. You Didn't know, it might have just been 50 a 50 yarder. Did he? i don't did he have know. a super long one in one of these games i think he did that
0: could be mis- we'll probably. have uh, our awesome audience we'll pull our pull our audience <laughs> hey I, uh, audience look. first person to tell us who gets uh who <laughs> what uh, will let's longest field goal this year is um i'll send you some orange weekly stickers that i need to get made again or something seriously i'll do it
1: um <laughs> you know that Kev.
0: <laughs> Price time let's let's roll. Price it out. Time. um
1: uh i'm just saying let's has been Pretty lights out as a kicker. He didn't. He had one blocked yesterday, but I mean, that was borderline. That offside. was just.
0: <laughs> but that was just that was Von Miller type play. I got to give it to uh, that chief yeah. player.
1: I, that, don't think he I was mean, offside. if he was
0: half a second later, it would have been yeah. clear as day offsides. Yeah, he was. He did not cross the line before the ball moved. It yeah, was you don't put the blame was on the perfect. kicker on that
1: one. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but ever since week one, Let's has been lights out as our kicker. So. I, I have to believe that there's a reason why they didn't want to put him out there for, yeah, that distance in that situation. It, it
0: could have been a conversation like, "Hey, Will, do you, you know, do you feel good here? You know," and if he said, "Ah, coach, you know, I just, I don't, I don't know if it's worth it," um, well, that might have come into decision making for Sean Payton, or he might have just said, "Hey, we need to get points. Let's, let's take a risk and see if we can make it pay off." You know, I don't know.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure that every coach knows going to the game, depending on which way you're going in the field what's the distance my kicker is comfortable at. Yeah. So I think that's a conversation that's had before, you know, heading into the coin toss, basically that that's being had. So, um, Drake you... from YouTube. Okay,
0: buddy. Drake. Hey, Drake. send me your address or the something or hit director. me up on, uh, one of our, uh, social medias and, uh, I'll send you some, uh, orange weekly swag. Now,
1: now what if he's lying? What did we go back and fact check him? Um, <laughs> Drake's been around before. I stuff? recognize
0: the name. Drake's a fan. He knows. He knows. He's not going to just bullshit. I have faith that
1: Drake is correct. Well, for some free stickers? Hard, nah. Drake, like
0: Drake, I got you. Broncos fans right here. We, we got to trust each other, man. We got to, you know.
1: So I believe it. For some reason, I was thinking he had like a 60-yarder uh, earlier, a few games Anything. ago. No. Um, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Kev. Uh, those – Points off turnovers. We still had 14 of them. Well, I think 17 of them, like you mentioned. So I'm I will take that for sure. Um yeah. if we off of five turnovers, yeah, it could be higher. But um look, we we were out playing the Chiefs in every facet of the game, you know, on defense, offense, special team. Special teams has been we gave special teams for years so much crap. They've uh, turned it around. And this year they are they are playing awesome. The kick coverage is awesome. Marvin Mims, every week we we pound the drum that he needs to get more involved in the offense. But he he's he's getting involved in the special teams. Um, he had one bad game, he, he, you know. He's a rookie. That's going to happen. Yeah. But he was he was lights out again. He had one huge return. Um, that it all just speaks to the momentum that we were creating in that game.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Actually, right now, um, according to Pro Football Focus, uh, through this year, Broncos are ranked number nine in terms of special teams. (laughs) Yeah, so I believe it. That's the highest. I mean, what? Even even last year, they were in the bottom (laughs) two. The year before that, it was thirty-one. You know, thirty, thirty-one. Dot 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 dot, thirty-two. Because there's so much space between how bad we were and the next worst team. You
1: know, it's been miserable.
0: It has been. So I, there's a lot of good things, you know, now Mims has made those rookie mistakes. And I think, you know, the good thing is he's learning from those. I'm not seeing him make those repeat mistakes, you know, Um, he's making good reads. He's letting the ball go, you know, when it needs to and stuff like that. Um, But overall, you know, I'm impressed with him and I'm impressed with special teams and what they've done to turn that around, you know, Um, so you know, special teams can win or lose you a game, especially those close ones. Right. So to have a really solid special teams that you can rely on. They don't have to be number one, you know, but are they reliable? Um, And they, you know, we got one of the turnovers yesterday from yeah. a muffed punt. Right. So like, you know, they yeah. are, they're dialed in. It's good to see, man. They are dialed in.
1: Yeah. And that, that, I was just going to bring that up, Kev, that muffed punt from the chiefs, you know, it goes back to all the parallels I can make to that jets game just in reverse. what, that kid was coming in at the point in the game where it was like, all right, it's still 14-9. How are we going to blow this thing? And, you know, us giving up the ball there was that was the feeling in my gut was this is where they go score that touchdown. And, you yeah. know, the, the, the momentum swings the other direction. And then we get that and we get an immediate touchdown off of that. Uh, it was I mean, that was that's when I truly believed that this could be our game. I still was there. Two possessions there.
0: I I I I thought that and then I heard my inner voice yelling at me, Don't get hopeful, because we all know what the Broncos do. The Broncos over the last seven years are really good about giving us hope and then just pummeling it at the last minute, right? So um, and we'll get but going into the into the second half, um, was the score 21-9, or was that 14-3 at half?
1: It's 14-9 at half. 14-9 and a half. That so, way for the first. Few definitely. Drafts. I mean, that's when the black field goal came in. Our yeah. first drive, by the way, our first drive of the second half, where we've struggled this year, you know, we put ourselves in a position for a short field goal that looked like a gimme. And then, you know, the other team, special teams, just makes an incredible play. Like, yeah, I, and I, it's hard to blame tip of the hat on that play. Um, tip of the
0: hat to that defenseman. I mean, that was just, you could not. Now, because of that, what happened later in the game? Because of what he did and blocked that first kick, mm. he got flagged in the second half. You're right. And I right. was like, because the refs were watching him. Guarantee you after that, they were watching him. Yeah. And so I knew he wasn't gonna get another one because trying off the flying off the side like that, we were ready for it. And the refs were ready for it too. Um, but yeah, going into halftime, because that's exactly where I was gonna go next. And before we, you know, I start talking about that, first off, John, you know, uh, I'm glad to see that you're still smiling after you know my Falcons, Air Force Falcons, just demolished uh, CSU. Uh, um, and Joey's uh, was it Joey that said it? Um, who was it? Or uh, yeah, Joey said um, Joey. Air Force is the oh, there you go. He's got still got never, him. Never. Air Joey. Force is the best football team in the state of Colorado.
1: I I've been saying that all year.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's it's there you go. Anyway, it's, it's um, a proven fact. Hey guys, so you know, a lot of good By way, that was a very good game. That was a game that Air
1: Force was supposed to, uh, you know, demolish CSU um, yeah. in Fort Collins. Great game. I mean, tied at halftime and then you guys took over in the second half. I had no good feelings at, very quickly in yeah. the second half of that game.
0: <laughs> Those are but, cool jerseys you guys have though. Those alternate. Uh, there's a lot of cool flaggers. things that
1: Fort Collins CSU does. Um, yeah. But Hey, we covered the spread. I'll, you know, there you go
0: there you go cheese didn't even do that cheese didn't even cover the spray so just saying um hey guys so make sure that you are following us uh for on our youtube channel and uh tic tac and all that stuff whatever the teenagers are doing nowadays we're going to be there um (laughs) get off my lawn um and we put put out daily videos and stuff like that so make sure you go down the link is right below uh scrolling across the bottom there oh And if you don't want to do that, just search for bourbon Broncos and OBS uh, and you'll find us. Um, So make sure you give us follow. That would help us out tremendously. Um, Okay. Going into the second half there. Yeah. I just, I saw the score and I kept looking at the score and I'm like one, when is the last time we were in the lead at halftime against the chiefs, much less had led the chiefs for the entirety of the first half, Yeah. you know,
1: and that's where I was day. like, but
0: get, be careful because the second half hasn't started yet, you know. And what do the Broncos, until this last week, what do the Broncos do in the second half? They go out there and they go three and out or their their drive completely stalls and they get no points. And then it just seems like they just cannot get into it after that,
1: right? right? Yeah, That
0: was not well, the case, man. Yeah,
1: no, it wasn't. We kept the trend alive and this is, <laughs> I guess, a better trend of – Every other drive is going to be a good one, and the other one's going to be three and out, or just a quick, you know, giving the ball back to the other team. Uh, but I'm okay with that, as if we're not taking a whole half off, you know, at a time. So, yep. And you're right. This is second game in a row where we come out uh, against the Packers. We scored a touchdown. I'm pretty sure. And this one, like I was saying, like we we were very. <sighs> It's, just, it's frustrating we didn't get a touchdown there, but we we put ourselves in a good position to make it, you know, uh, an eight point game had we gotten that field goal, which that changes the dynamic of the game as well. So, yep, um, can't talk about that block punt enough or block kick enough, but um, th- th- it was the right move there. <laughs> yeah. So agreed, agreed. But agreed. then to go out and force them to punt the next drive is the other where we struggled as well. It's it's not only that our offense comes out flat in the second half, but our defense allows them because we, we don't adjust again. It and, is uh, and we stopped it is.
0: And that I mean, that was a huge, what I thought would be a huge momentum shift for um for the Chiefs because I mean, what I fully expected was at that point the Chiefs were gonna be like, no more screwing around. We're angry now, right. We're going to go out there and we're going to drop a 60 yard pass down the field. We're going to score a touchdown in two plays. You know, we're going to have another good long drive after that. And then we're going to be in the lead and we're just going to dominate you. Right. That's what I fully expected to happen because that's what the chiefs do. That's just how they're built. I mean, they've been, you know, this team is a solid team. Um, Not, you know, just last year's super bowl champions. Um, Right. They are established and we are not. So they are able to do that. They're able to get to the, uh, to the line of scrimmage quicker and do more of a hurry up that they were doing against us, you know, and partially because you know they were down and stuff. But they're able to do those things and make adjustments quicker than we are. Um, but what, we, what we've seen is we haven't made adjustments at all until right. it's too late. That's true, you know. And usually the adjustment is give up on the run game, go to the passing game, and just everything falls apart from that, right? Right. right. So to see this team come out there in the second half, move the ball down the field, and just keep mahomes off the field regardless of missing that kick um we allow our defense went out there and said no we are not letting you get the momentum we are going to you know it just that showed a lot of tremendous determination and focus from this team
1: right yeah. and and to your point of uh, keeping mahomes off the field it was pretty even at halftime as far as time of Plus. possession goes. But, um, man, second half was a different story. We, I mean, first drive was eight minutes, then yep. our second drive, six minutes. Their best drive was three, almost four minutes. And that came after the blocked field goal. So, to your point, like that actually was their best drive of the second half was that after that blocked field goal. So, I mean, we just, And that's how we – that's honestly – that and the turnovers was how we won this game. You know, commitment to the run, keeping the time of possession. Obviously, the turnovers is a big storyline. But um, when – it turns out when you keep the Chiefs' offense off the field, you have a pretty good chance of not letting them score a touchdown or field goal.
0: Yeah. Yep, it was – look, it was an incredibly well-executed, incredibly well-planned game. And I just – I cannot – tip my hat enough and give props enough to vance joseph you know and look i'll continue to be critical of him and i still don't i still don't think that's enough to save his job this year um we'll see what happens in the second half of the season you know if that is something they want to continue or not but um it's just it's good to see that the players especially have not given up on themselves because when you are a two and five team and you're playing the same team you played two weeks ago, and and your offense just got annihilated. You know, um, it's got to be mentally tough for those guys. You know, so last week's win against Green Bay at home was probably you know was a really good thing to keep that momentum going, some positivity going. But I, I just I'm really proud of the guys to go out there and for the whole game just say no, this nonsense ends today.
1: You know? Well, yeah, man. Uh, two and five going to this game is one thing, but think about it a, a week prior, we were one and five going into the Packers yeah. game. And that is, yeah. I mean, that is task field lowest of lows. Um, When's the last time we won two games in a row? I mean, I don't know. Uh, that's a stat that I'm not going to look up right now, but it's been a while. I can tell you that. Been a while. <laughs> it sure. It has, has been a while. It's felt like it's been a while anyways. So Yep. Going into that Jets game is where I felt just looking ahead to the buy at that point was like, okay, more than likely, I shouldn't say more than likely. It felt like two or three and five was maybe realistic, like four and four would have been amazing because that would have been one win against the Chiefs. Um, but then when we lose to the I Jets. Felt- was it last year? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it was last year and the year before we had Actually, three in a start row. To start. Three and last year, we I no two years two years ago we started three and oh, and then we had another two oh, game win streak in that last season. season. Last yeah. year we lost one two in a row, okay. so we have one two in a row recently. Brother. It feels like a lot longer. So sorry to interrupt, okay. but
1: yeah, it does. But um, no, all I was saying was after that Jets loss, it's like look. There's a good chance that we are, what, one in seven going into the bye week. Um And I was questioning if we were going to win another game this year. And I was seriously questioning if we were purposely losing games at that point. Yeah. And it couldn't be farther from the truth after um, after the last couple weeks, at least. So it's well, good to see that commitment. With, What's that? And
0: we'll see what happens tomorrow. Trade deadline is tomorrow, October 31st. So we'll see. But even the words that are coming out of, you know, from Sean Payton and from the organization is they're not shopping anyone. That's what they're saying. So that's what they're saying. Now, that could be to drive prices up or, you know, or offers up for these guys. But, you know, they're, they're not selling the farm. And that is a big reason of why they are paying Sean Payton $18 million is to rebuild the team without having to do it from absolutely, you know, scratch, totally wiping the board, you know um and setting us back so if we are able to rebuild this team in a very meaningful impactful way without trading away the farm and selling the farm you know that's huge for us because that's going to cut what year year and a half off in terms of getting us to where we want to be um because you're going to have more people with experience you're going to have these guys together longer you know um they are far away from being a competitive playoff team but they're not after this game we see that these guys can do it, and if they do it consistently, they're going to win more games than not. And that's what I think going into the yep. second half of the season, the message yeah. should be uh-huh. is start the second half of the season zero zero mentally, right? And but and go out there and win.
1: They say it all the time that the NFL is a momentum league. And right now going to the bottom… Going in three and five this way is a totally different feeling. I can't think of a higher momentum that we could have had. I mean, aside from winning all four of those last four games, but uh, to the way we've done it the last two games, it's going to give them momentum into the bye week going up against on paper, what will be our hardest opponent opponent for the rest of the year, um, which is huge. You know, having that time to prepare as opposed to being, Okay, let's say they do sell the farm. What does that say to the team? You know, it's like, yeah. how do you stay motivated? How do you keep that momentum going? It, it, it'd be pretty hard to do that. Now, yeah. if there's zero trades from the Broncos tomorrow, I'll be a little bit surprised. But I would too. At the same time, from it kind of sounds like that's it. It sounds like we're going to have to get some pretty, pretty serious offers for for these guys um, to make it happen. Whereas before, you know, you're looking at the Randy Gregory deal. You know that's a situation where it sounds like we were gonna cut him anyway, so to get anything is good, but it's like we really got nothing for it. we got we moved up one round in the draft basically for him. Um so I you know I it I'm excited what I'm hearing. We'll see what happens in the next what less than 24 hours at this point. Um yeah. and it, and if it goes the way that they're saying, then that, that just tells me that they're committed. Their language has been, look, we're not just looking at who's going to be on this team this year, but who's going to be on the team going forward. Yeah. And we're making those decisions based on who we think is going to be here long-term. So, you know, anyone they do get rid of, if you take them at their word is someone they just didn't see on the team, which makes the Gregory trade that much more obvious. we yeah. getting rid of Frank Clark, you know, it just makes it more obvious that these guys aren't going to be here long-term anyway. So, you know, yeah. You take them off. And, and I lot.
0: wonder you know, I'm, the Frank Clark hire was really late, you know, was late training camp, all that stuff, right? Obviously, Sean Payton didn't have, he wasn't around. He didn't have any say in the Randy Gregory signing. Um, so it, just, it makes me wonder, like, what the mentality was for the Frank Clark signing. Maybe get veteran presence or something on that side of the field. And it just it never materialized, right? Yeah. Um, I, and the injuries he had and stuff. But when he was out there, the little bit of he was out there, he wasn't doing anything. So he, he was hurting. To have that mentality. Yeah. He was hurting the team more and helping. And, that's a great mindset to have is who's, who are we going to build a team with, you know? um, And let's, let's keep those guys. Let's get them the experience. Let's put them in those positions to see who shines. And it goes back to my, uh, um, you know, when I was talking about Nick Benito and and Jonathan Cooper, you know, I was, I was sure Cooper was going to be the guy to really step up and just play absolutely lights out. And I thought Benito was hovering on that line of a bust. You know, he was right there because when he was out there, he, you know, you never heard his name. You never saw him make an impactful play, but since he's been promoted, um, he's looked really good. Cooper really hasn't done anything different. But Nitos has taken advantage of that. And that's what you see when you get those guys in those positions is give them the chance. And if it's somebody who makes the most of their chances, that's who I want on the team.
1: Yeah, he so. stepped up in a big way this year. And like you, I was not expecting that from him. I think it was a, like a what late round, second late second round pick. So yeah. it's not like I don't know if you consider that a bust at that point. He was our first pick last year, so I guess in that that draft, that would be right. where
0: yeah, I was like, okay, well we wasted our first pick of the
1: draft, right? You know, right. But um, the other guy is Baron Browning. Man, last week I was so disappointed <laughs> with his first yep. game of action, and then yesterday it was different night and day honestly in in a in what, what a one week time frame so yeah. um i was very excited to see his production led to that that strip sack um i think was it cooper that picked it up that one i think it was cooper or, that picked it up yeah. yeah so that was awesome to see it Man, Look, we
0: were getting pressure we were getting pressure first time all season we have really gotten pressure and it wasn't amazing it wasn't no. top 10 type of pressure but it was something it was enough to to mess with Mahomes, make a move out of the pocket run around um and that's what sets up our secondary right so uh for success yeah man i just
1: yeah those that trio you know and the guy that you've been talking about all year zach allen he finally showed up a little bit yesterday he
0: did he did that that one stop the run stop he had or you know i I look at the replay i'm like i don't know how he did that because he's over here looking at this guy Pushing this guy, and then just uh, drop of a hat, and he goes, "Wham!" You know, to the runner. I think the runner didn't have—he had no idea that was coming. So look, what I'm seeing is these guys can do it, right? It's not just that we beat the Chiefs; it's that they beat the Chiefs in a very meaningful way. We held them to zero touchdowns. We controlled the game the entire time. We never really—we never gave them a chance to come back, right? It'd be—I think. I'd still be happy, but I'd feel a little different if it was a, you know, our defense held them and our offense held them, but oh, it was yeah. very close. And we just ended up getting the ball, you know, in the perfect position for a last second field goal. I mean, you know, I'd probably
1: be feeling just as happy, but. I'd be just as
0: happy. <laughs> I'd be just as happy. But looking at the way we won here, I think says a it's whole different. lot more about our potential moving forward.
1: I definitely agree there. Definitely agree there. Um, man, I had a train. Oh, just. Just. Going back to the run defense, that's been a – I mean, I think that has been the game changer. Oh, my gosh. How many – we have like 400 yards rushing to the Dolphins, <laughs> something like that, something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and that's been a huge turnaround. I was surprised when I heard this statistic yesterday for Pacheco. I think they said he was number one or number two in the league, or maybe it's the yeah. Chiefs' run game in general. I think it's Pacheco, yeah. though. Number one or number two in the league in yards after contact, or something like that. And I mean, once I heard that, and that was in the first quarter, I was like, oh, uh oh, that's yep. dangerous. But that's the second time this year. He didn't have an amazing game against us. He had, you know, he had less than 100 yards the first time he played us. And then yesterday, we basically stopped the run game. And, and, um, man, when, when, yes, it's the Chiefs and they should be able to still throw against you. But if you take out, if you make them one dimensional, that's going to make, your job that much easier for the defense against anybody. So, yeah. and we did it against the Packers as well. You know, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, like those are good running backs and that's, it should be a good rushing team. And I don't know what yeah. they've really done this year, but um I'm happy to see that momentum continue as well.
0: Yeah. The, you know, finding the, the pieces where we are consistent um, and then not so much worrying about that. Right. And then being able to focus on the areas that, we need to really drastically improve upon the run defense. Is, is awesome. Like, yeah, if you, when you can hold Pacheco to 40 yards and eight carries, that's huge. I mean, That's and, huge.
1: And honestly, the eight carries might be the more important part there. Cause that just tells you yeah. that they gave up on it. Um, they did. Cause eight, eight for 40 yards. If you think about it, what that, I mean, that's, that's a pretty five good yard, five average. 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 It's,
0: it's a good average.
1: Um, so, very good. Yeah.
0: But the team we uh, uh, held to 3.9 you know, which was just right right where we were at, 3.8. So we we neutralized their run game. We made them give up on it early, Um, you know, and our secondary just stepped up. We made plays. We, yeah. we got interceptions. We got, you know, we got the pressure. We got the strip sack or special teams, you know, everyone did their job. And when everyone does their job, really good yeah. things happen, man.
1: Can we talk about the two interceptions? Well, first of all, yeah. Is there going to be a game where Justin Simmons doesn't intercept Patrick Mahomes? I just, I love. There will be. It's a tradition yeah. now. Like, if there's a, a line, if I can find the line on uh, DraftKings of is Justin Simmons going to intercept <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, I'm taking it's that. It's going to happen every freaking game because that play was just like he threw it straight up in the air. It's like, okay, this is. I swear, if this turns into a completion, I'm going to lose my mind
0: on fourth and twenty-eight. Yeah, I was like, yeah. if this. They cannot like, convert on There's
1: no way this is and going. And when I yeah. saw
0: him throw that ball deep, I was like, oh, God, here we go.
1: And then I was I like. This came out of nowhere. And then I was like, oh, who is it? Oh, Justin Simmons is going to get that ball. It's always like recently it's been those like just toss-up plays where it's just like or it got tipped or something. It's always Justin Simmons in the right place against against Mahomes, which has to – I mean, that's just hilarious. But the other one I actually want to talk about is uh, McMillan. Yeah, that was one hell of a freaking catch in the first half. Uh, yeah. Holy cow. And I don't, we, undrafted, is he a rookie or? I?
0: He's a rookie, I believe. Yeah. Look, I, I haven't, I didn't really know anything about him until maybe over the last month. And I yeah. started hearing his name more and more. And I'm, I get, I remember the first time I'm like, who is that guy? Like That yeah. was really good. And then I'm seeing more and more and more of him. And so I don't know much about him at all, but he is looking really good um Jaquan McMillan um yeah six total tackles yesterday second most of the team behind Singleton so that says a lot uh two tackles for a loss uh which yeah. is uh tied to Baron Browning yesterday so this guy is a playmaker he is he has come out of nowhere and yeah. is really it's his first season out of East Carolina so dude. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure he's playing the slot right now um yeah. so it'll be interesting once k-1 Williams comes back you know how, what changes there, if anything? Um, but then the other guy is Fabian Moreau, like Demari Mathis yeah. is like a non factor in these games. He's not even like a healthy scratch, he must be on special teams or something, but I have not heard his I name. He Maybe that's another thing to add to the list of reasons why this defense is. Oh, yeah, around, but Fabian Moreau, change, yeah. he's put a he's strung together a couple of games now where it's like again, another guy coming out of nowhere. I think he was on the Giants practice squad last year. Uh, something like that. So <laughs> these guys coming out of nowhere, which is what we need because yeah. we number two cornerback slot had not been solidified going into the season, at least in my opinion. So for those two guys to be stepping up one in the slot with Williams out is just, uh, it's huge. And then again, can't talk about <laughs> PJ lock the, these last two games enough.
0: I don't want to say that they have found the secret you know, or the identity to their defense yet, I think they're close. I, I, you know, the, the question is, can they take what they're doing and adapt it consistently to who they're playing against? Right. right. Um. You, you can't have a defense that you just don't know what defense is going to show up each week. Um. And that's what we were seeing through the first quarter of the season was right. no idea of, well, consistently terrible. <laughs> then yeah. We saw improvement where it was good, bad, good, bad. And now we've seen, you know, a couple of weeks of good, like, you know, several good weeks strung together in a row. Yeah. Um and look, my my point is, the the point is we're getting close to ending this and you mentioned coming up against uh the Bills and we'll be away for that game. <laughs> look, the the Patriots beat them. Like yeah, the Patriots were home, but the Patriots found a way, you know, and I think if you can look at what it is they did, um and I think we're better not by much, but we're a better team than the Patriots. Um yeah.
1: I wouldn't have said yeah, that three weeks ago, by the way.
0: <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. But after the way, we, the way we've been playing the last three weeks, I think, you know, when we play them on Christmas Eve, if it's the same type of, type of teams, I think we're going to be okay. Right. But yeah, the bills are not, um, they're not perfect. Right. Yeah. They're, they're looking for some deep playoff you know, runs. They're, they're also looking for that. And um, they know that they're maybe getting close to their end of the, their window. Um in terms of just how many times they've had and the age of their players and stuff like that. So they're, they're motivated too, for a lot of different reasons, but I think we go out there and we put up a strong performance. I mean, that's again, discussions for later, later shows, but this, this team gives me hope, right? You put up a performance against that, or, you know, against the chiefs like that. um, That just says a lot about who you are as a team.
1: Yeah. And going again, going back with the energy into the bye week it's just, Having that extra week to prepare for this game is huge at this point because if we, you know, if we had gotten blown out against the Chiefs in this one, be, guys would be down. It'd be like, God, yeah, we just want to get to the next game. But now they are energized. They are ready to get ready for this next game. And look, if we make it a close game, I, we don't have to win this game for it, it to be successful uh, in two weeks. If we make it close, if we show up, that will give me that'll get me excited for the remainder of the season that you yep. know to show that we you know, that we can sustain this momentum. The word of the day is momentum. Um, But as we were talking about those cornerbacks that we just mentioned, this Bills team has a very different wide receiver room than the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs had a guy literally get hit in the helmet with a football in the end zone uh, to, you know, to basically seal the game. And uh you're not. Gonna, I don't think you're going to get that same type of thing from the Bills. So, no, that's going to be a huge test for the the unproven guys. I mean, we haven't even talked about Pat Sertan. He's a stud every time he goes out there. I'm not worried about yeah. that side of the field. Basically, whoever he's covering, he's had. He hasn't been perfect this year compared to previous no. seasons, but um I'm still not worried about. It. He played solid yesterday, and um, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting what the other side of the field looks like against uh, against the Bills because. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Kareem Jackson will not be back for that game, right? So, was, PJ Lock,
0: no, two games, two game suspension. Yeah.
1: So. P.J. Lock will have to be tested again, and those other young guys will be tested. So,
0: but again, the way P.J. Lock's been playing, I'm not like, oh it's god, a, we're really missing him, right? Feeling.
1: You know, it's a different feeling.
0: So. But you're right. The second half of the season for me is is looking towards next year. You know, I think the, the emphasis, like, yeah, if you can get in the playoffs and you can go on a huge win streak. And win six in a row or something, I'm I'm not going to complain. But (laughs) at the end of the day, right, exactly. No one to complain. Well, except for people who wanted us to tank for whoever. But um, this team, just we've been waiting for something like this for so long, you know, not just to beat the Chiefs, but to be a competent team. We're finally seeing coaching staff getting competent. Um, getting things together, figuring out their players, figuring out stuff that works, getting rid of the stuff that doesn't work, which is another thing we've had problems with in the past years of players. And what was that? Um, the returner we had, uh, who just kept dropping the ball.
1: Oh, I know who you, I, Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I'm, yeah,
0: like, but it's you. like the whole thing to remember like, those
1: kind of guys, <laughs> right?
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, that's why I forgot his name, but you mm-hmm. know, the, that was under Vance Joseph, and it's just like, why is he still like just put somebody else out there and just tell him, don't return the ball, just catch it and hold on to yeah. it, right? Yeah. But yes, so we've seen these things where it's like, this isn't working. Why are we doing the same damn thing? Uh, which has been the big thing against Kelsey. And I know the argument is nobody can tri- cover Kelsey, but you know, it, it's just so. we're we're making changes mid-season, early on in the season, personnel changes, and it's it's paying off. It's paying off, man. And it that's
1: and Look, I'm not expecting a win against the Bills. I'm not going to be holding my breath for that. But you talk about the playoffs. If we find a way to win that game, it's a different. We're season. We're four
0: and five. We're four and five at that five. point.
1: It's One a very different 500. season. You know, we have the very Vikings, different season. The Vikings coming. I don't know if they're into the next game or two games after that. But you know, two they games don't have after Kirk, that, I can't remember. They don't. Have, they won't have Kirk Cousins for that. I think Justin Jefferson may be coming back for that game, but it'll be close. Okay. They, this, this whole season, oh, yeah, right. is, I think it is
0: Bills, Vikings, Browns, Texans. So, okay, minus the Bills, you know, the Vikings, Browns, Texans, yeah, very, I think, winnable games. Um, so yeah,
1: so we could foreseeably find a way to get back to 500 relatively quick, even if we lose against the Bills and those next three those games, next like, three games we you could be Bill, six and six. It, if we lose against the Bills, but we keep it close and we can continue to to grow from from these last few games and that game, it wouldn't be crazy to say that we get back to five hundred. Uh, it is crazy to think about it the way the season started, but that's the way the NFL works sometimes, you know. And I think if we get to that point, a big if again, I am not holding my breath yet. But I mean, you got to get you got to say that it's everyone buying into the Sean Payton system if that if we do find ourselves at that point. And, and uh it out.
0: you know to look at this with those the, the two losses the chiefs have we're only three games behind them you know and the second half you look at who we're playing yeah we got some tough games but uh the chiefs still have to play the dolphins the eagles the bills the Bengals, not to mention the chargers again um so they got some tough tough games coming down the pike you know um and so to say that, you know, we're three games behind them sounds like a lot, but man, we win a few, they drop a couple. We're right there. Look, we have to make the most of this, this, this yeah. opportunity we've been given. Right. But what I'm seeing on the field is when they can do that in the game, I believe that they can do that in the bigger scheme of things too.
1: Right. And I'm just happy that it's gone this direction that I have faith that we are doing everything we can to win these games. Um, yeah. There was a lot of question marks for a while there of yeah, you know, I we were talking about Vance Joseph losing his losing his job against the dolphins, and then it was okay, certainly they'll fire him at the bye week with the way things are going. But they've turned it around, and you gotta give that props to him. We'll see where it goes from here. That's kind of like the uh the catchphrase for the Broncos at all times. It's yeah, like we'll I, see where it goes. We'll see where we end up at the end of the season. But he's he's kept his job and and he's deserved to uh, up to this point after the last the way the last four games have gone. Yeah. So um huge turnaround and it gives me confidence again in the defense. Something I did not think I'd be saying four weeks ago. No. <laughs>
0: hey man, I'm I'm glad that we've been able to have this conversation tonight. Uh and <laughs> the show's this show's flown by. This show's
1: flown by man. Um Kevin, I it, did not think we'd be having this conversation today. <laughs>
0: Did I really look, I did make that video that said, look, this is, you know, but, um, to to put the realist hat on and take the orange, you know, shaded glasses off, you know, when you're playing the team, like the chiefs, you just lost to them two weeks ago in the fashion that you did. You're very struggling football team that has been struggling for the better part of a decade. Yeah, how can you go in there with any real confidence that yeah, we're we're definitely going to win this one, right? There's yeah. a huge question mark there of what is this going to look like. So uh, we're yes. we're not going to see the Chiefs again until next year. Um, well, the playoffs potentially. Potentially, if we make a, <laughs> a deeper run, but um, look, this is this is part of the things that we needed to set us up for success. I, I did not want to go into next season saying okay, this team was looking better in the second half, but we still haven't beat the Chiefs, right? Right. It's not that we can just get that monkey off our back of we don't have to talk about the record. That's something we we can go into next season saying, we have done it. We can do it again. We will do it again.
1: Yeah. I'm just so glad that we don't have to see the stupid memes and everything about like, oh, last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs. This is the present. Blah, 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 blah. I don't. Just stop. Who was Travis
0: Kelsey dating the last time we beat the Chiefs?
1: <laughs> Taylor Swift. It wasn't Taylor Swift, I don't think.
0: It, no, I mean, like, we just
1: beat the Chiefs. Oh, like, I'm like, every, oh, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. those
0: all of those memes reset. To...
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Once again, Chiefs. shout out to Taylor Swift. Thank you so much for not showing up. Uh, you were the real hero yesterday.
0: The real hero. Maybe, yeah. It makes me even more of a fan of not being in the presence of Taylor Swift or her music or anything, right? <laughs> So, but hey, huge, huge props to the sound ops people yesterday at the stadium. Oh, my God. I'm sure you've so all heard
1: huge, so huge weird.
0: props because that was just perfect. You know, Kelsey went back in the locker room, guys one, like, they're playing your shake off song when we left, right? You know, like, I mean,
1: <laughs> uh, he probably had a good, he probably was laughing about it. Anyways, oh, yeah. uh, props to you, Kevin. I did not think you would come off starting this show singing taylor swift um beautiful voice well i mean thank you
0: thank you i i i practiced
1: i know intensely today i know i believe that i believe that they started i hit the
0: go live button and i said oh yeah how does that song go
1: <laughs> yeah right yeah right that's your alarm clock i i don't believe you
0: <laughs> well yeah you gotta shake it off in the morning you know shake it off anyway um
1: uh, okay before last time that was a half hard that was bad that. Time.
0: that was bad it was really half that was like 10% there so <laughs> Hey guys like we'll give a quick closing thoughts um but before we do again make sure you follow us on all our accounts uh follow us on social media and hit that subscribe button on YouTube um it helps us out more than anything else really so hit the like button all that stuff trying to beat the algorithm like everyone says cuz that's it's a huge piece of trying to get all the Bronco fans involved um, probably no show tomorrow night with Halloween. Um, expect one Wednesday with a bye week. We might take one off, you know, week off. We'll see. I don't know, but um, either way, we're going to keep pushing out content for you guys. Make sure you're following us. Um, we do this for you all. It's it was good to see the fans yesterday, and, and obviously, I've been there for wins recently, not very many. But I guess I'll just say in my closing thought before I hand it to you, John, is just. It was so refreshing to be in the stands, especially the last five minutes of the game when people were like, "This is going to happen." Yeah, and the the energy was just so real in that stadium. You know, it wasn't like the end of last year when we beat the Chargers and we we're just happy we finally won a game, right? right? It was, you know, this this is real, and it, it was it was refreshing. So
1: yeah, um, yeah, and that's great. to what do you do got, man? That's great to hear because I had no less than three different opportunities to get tickets of people like, hey, we have tickets, but we can't get them. Hey, we paid all this money for these tickets, but we're not going to go because of the weather and all that stuff. I was like, well, if I didn't have a freaking sickness, then I would be yeah. all over this. But, um, well, you
0: were sick? Come on. Mahomes my, my was sick.
1: That's true. Are
0: you not more dedicated that's than true. Patrick Mahomes,
1: Mahomes? Yeah, he's more dedicated to uh, his craft. He's also getting paid David millions Bronco of dollars of to family. be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if, <laughs> I think there might have been different expectations there, but um, yeah, no, I'm glad to hear that the energy was the way it was because I was concerned for you know, I wasn't sure what the stadium was going to look like. Granted, the snow wasn't there like it was projected to be, so um, that was good, but I'm excited again going to the spy week the way we have. That's amazing, but also, um, yeah, look out for the next 24 hours, it's going to be interesting to see what happens again. Um, I'll be shocked if there's huge, huge moves, maybe one guy, you know, or another that goes, but, um, gotta, gotta see what, what happens in the next, in the next 24 hours. And, um, that will really dictate where Sean Payton actually views this team. Every, he's saying all the right things right now, but you know, actions speak louder than words. So, so it's going to be interesting. And yeah, like you said, we'll be talking all about it, you know, Wednesday, whenever we talk next, I guess.
0: Yeah, so I, I will say that if there are moves tomorrow, you can 100%, Drake. Great, great question. We will 100% do something you no know, later than Wednesday to cover what that move is and give us our thoughts, give our thoughts, and hear your guys' thoughts on it and everything. If there's no moves, we'll see. You know, uh, just based off our availability and Halloween and all that stuff. So, but you can definitely, if there's some big movement, we'll, we'll make we'll make something happen to cover it for y'all. So um, that's what we do, man. That's what we nice do here at Bourbon Broncos No BS so
1: that's what we do um,
0: John man thank you as always good sir it's always a pleasure to do the show uh, but especially when we win and even more especially when we beat the
1: Chiefs the, which is the, the, happy, so the happy whiskey tastes so much better than the sad whiskey Kevin let me tell you <laughs>
0: well hey guys thanks for watching thanks for listening uh, we'll check you guys out later second half of the Broncos season coming your way after a quick intermission Enjoy the time off. Watch some football without the extra stress of wondering if he's going to win or not. Just enjoy the sport for the sport. Um, <laughs> unless you're watching, like, hopefully the Raiders lose tonight and stuff like that. So, but, John, I think there's nothing else to say here, man, other than to end this, as we always do. I'm a very strong. Go Broncos!
1: Go Broncos!
0: Cheers, guys.